Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Ella. And I'm Bernice. Woo! Bernice! <laughs> well, I just want to start off by saying happy birthday. She's a birthday girl. Ooh, How ooh. you feeling? 29 never felt so good. I'm feeling hmm. great. So it is my birthday. Uh, I love a good birthday. Today, I'll just do like my little update because it's like a birthday update. Mm -hmm. For all of our astrologers out there, the July 17th was like the start of the Cancer moon, which is like a symbol of new beginnings. Yesterday, yes. had like a breakthrough in therapy, did some shadow work, okay? And then today's my birthday. Oof. Babes, you know what? Come back to me with the, new, the next Cancer moon, which is going to be December 17th. I think everything is going to be better and different. I'm already on the up and up, so I just feel like we're having a beginning of a full circle moment. I'm so hyped, y'all. You guys know I'm going to T-Swifty. I'm going to Taylor Swift this weekend for my birthday. Woo! I'm going to get some fun dinner. Um, I'm just going to enjoy. The clock is now kind of ticking for... 30 you know like i have 35 you know 365 days of being 20 um i'm actually kind of excited to cap off this era with like some stability and um joy and then go into my <laughs> next era so i'm not saying i'm ready to be 30 but i'm kind of ready for the 20s to end so that i could be like oh my god i was crazy back then in my 20s you know so that it's like it seems way longer than it was you know i yeah no, you're ready. It's the it's like the the epitome of the last summer, but it's like the last mm. twenty. Yeah, it's the last summer of the last twenty. The last twenty. So whatever you want to tuck in that you did in your twenties, like as an excuse, you know, like oh, I was just like in my twenties. Like this is the time. Okay, I think I'm gonna jump out of an airplane in my twenties. I think I'm gonna go to Thailand in my twenties. So we Woo! gotta. I got three. I only got a little bit of time, so I better Full get some schedule. stuff in. Yeah. But <laughs> how are you? Enough of me. Enough of you. No, this is your day. Um, really excited to hear about your birthday plans. Um, over here in this side of the sphere, I do get that Cancer Moon feeling of new beginnings. I think I. Today was rough. Uh, my uncle passed away a few days ago. Yeah. Um, and then he was in Mexico. Obviously, my green card has not yet arrived. My green card's actually lost in the mail. Um, so I had to file a bunch of paperwork, get to the immigration offices in New York. Um, but things just in Mexico moved really quickly. So, you know, his funeral was yesterday, which I unfortunately missed. And, you know, it's really difficult to see, like, your family members, like, go through something and you not mm -hmm. being able to physically be there. I also realized like there's a trauma response. I didn't know I had where I, I literally just saw it today. Um, it's called <laughs> just, just getting to know myself day by day. Um, it's just like a freeze free. I just froze. I just like, I, I knew that the situation was bad and I felt literally felt paralyzed. Like I didn't know what to do. I like, I, yeah, it was a weird, really strange feeling, and I couldn't really sleep last night. I knew I had, like, an appointment. They could be appointments as early as, like, 7.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. I didn't know where it was. Like, all, all these things I had to, like, do. So, at, like, 6 in the morning, I was like, well, I didn't sleep. Like, let's just go to the immigration office now. 
And I just started sobbing uncontrollably on the train. Like, I don't know what it is about the subway, but, like, that is my place to cry at. Like, uncontrollably. <laughs> Six in the morning, the train is full, like, packed. I'm standing up, yeah. like, hugging a pole, just sobbing with all these strangers, just, like, pretending to not notice me which i like thank you you know what i mean appreciate i did not want to be bothered i just wanted to cry alone um with all my new friends from the train yeah and the immigration offices i had never been to the new york ones like other states have less immigrants therefore their immigration Mm. offices look really different uh no this was a frenzy like i don't think i have felt this level of stress like they were treating people like farming farm animals like I shit you not like like move over like like very firmly mm-hmm. and talking to everyone like they were incompetent because Rosie's a lot of brown people and they don't speak the language because they're immigrants like that is the, the what the building is there for and instead of like being helpful maybe getting I don't know workers that speak different languages signage in other languages like it just felt like like no like I don't know it was just like the bare fucking minimum nobody gave yeah. a fuck and obviously I get that but at the same time like immigration processes are not are not cheap, okay? Mm-hmm. Like, having gone through some, you do have to pay for those. It's a good chunk of cash. Like, I I believe that it is a little bit part of the economy. Like, maybe let's, you know, some give. Um, I left that feeling absolutely useless and awful, but when I was getting back on the train, there was, like, a, like, a, like a father and son, like, waiting for the train, and they asked me to take a picture of them with, like, their little packet from there. And they were really happy. And I was just like, it's a good day. And they said yes. And I was just like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep this moment. I'm just glad they're having a good day. But yeah, like I, I don't know. I'm all over the place. Obviously, mm-hmm. like love my uncle, wish I could have spent more time with him. But life be life in. You know what I mean? Oh life yeah. Be life in, baby. The definition of life is that it be life in. Yeah. And that's actually what we're going to talk about today. Hell yeah, we're going to talk about that today. Yeah, my heart goes out to you. I had a loss in my family too. And things have been strange is probably the word that I feel because there's just a lot with life being life and there's a lot going on all the time. And today we're going to talk about some of that stuff. And I actually am excited for the episode. I'm excited to spend my birthday part of it being here and recording the podcast. So are we ready to get into the episode? Let's get it. All right, you guys. So when we talk about life being life in... Obviously, it's just like life is just is what it is. It keeps on going. The wheels keep on turning. And sometimes you feel like a butterfly being crushed by the wheel. I know that's a (laughs) quote from something, but I don't know what it is. Um, And one thing I wanted to talk about is that like sometimes you just have to like laugh at yourself. And maybe there's like some comedy in the chaos. I will tell you something that happened to me recently. I have just been feeling a certain type of way because, you know, I lost a family member and I'm just kind of dealing with what that is for me and also just 
obviously other people in my family. And I was like, you know what? Let's take a walk. I'm going to play my Pokemon Go. You guys know I'm a Pokemon Go girly. And I honestly don't even know if I would tell the story. But the one of the best places to play Pokemon Go is in this graveyard. Okay? It's a really big yeah. graveyard. So it's like a graveyard on a city street, if that makes sense. So it's not... Anyways, there's a lot of Pokestops in there. Whatever. I'm in the graveyard. I'm walking. I'm thinking about life. I have a woman pull over and she's like, hey, can you take a picture of me with my husband's gravestone? And I was like, of course. Yeah. (laughs) And then we had like a nice little chit chat, 15 minute chit chat. And I just was like kind of had a laugh about it because I was like, you know what? I kind of wanted some alone time, but instead I ran into somebody and got her whole life story. And we love that. Okay. And yeah. this was and this was funny. It was funny. But I think a lot of life moments, like, you can either just be like, oh, my God, what's going on? Or you can figure out the comedy in it. Um, 100%. 100%. There's a lot of uh, comedy in life. Um, I think that you can look at situations. It's, it's all about perspective. And you can look at situations like, wow, shit after shit after shit. Or you can be like, of course, of course, like of there's course. more coming. Like, why wouldn't there be more? Um, and uh, I, I would say I try to find comedy in all situations. Sometimes like people think I'm mentally not well because like I'll tell back a story like laughing about it. But they're like, wow, like it was so bad. that The only thing you can really do is laugh about it. And I'm like, you get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if anything, this is just part of your true life story, you know, and I think mm-hmm. uh, Elle is the one who actually told me this, and we've said it before, like, way earlier in the podcast, but, like, it's just, like, it's just part of your true life story. Like, if you had a documentary, and I always, we always think about, like, the Stevie Aoki documentary where he, like, talks about all this stuff that, like, these, like, crazy things that happened to him to let him up to, like, be the person who he, and the DJ he is, and I was just like, you know what, you're right, this is all part of your true life story, and it really is about, like, kind of how you rally from it, because I feel like, Life is going to throw so many things at you. That's just what life is supposed to do. There is birth and then there's death. And then there's a lot of fucking shit in between. And with the shit that's in between, you can you can choose to deal with it really productively or you can choose to lie in, in a pile of shit for as long as you can b- before you start getting moved and real uncomfortable and decom- decomposition begins. And I know you can think of life as like, this is a part of your documentary. I was also thinking about, you know, that Always Sunny episode when they're talking about their second act. Like, this is like, oh, that was just the, you know, this is the yeah. start of my second act. And Dennis is like, no, like, you've been in your second act. Like, this is the finale. Like, there's nothing left for you. And I was thinking about that with me turning 29. And I'm like, dude, I can decide what part of the story this is for me um, and how you want to frame it, right? If something bad happens to you, you can say this could be in the prologue, this could be at the middle, you know, like you don't have to even include some of the life's bad stuff in your story if you don't really want to, right? Like you can kind of see how you want to frame an event in your mind, whether this is going to just be a blip of time, we're going to be... I don't know, like the prefaces of something changing, like you kind of get to decide and have the choice of how you want to deal with these things in life. That's true. Being the I author of your own story. Being the author of your own story. Sometimes you got to switch up the side characters, 
Sometimes even the main characters got to get switched up. And you're, I don't feel like, like the saying, like, life is unfair. Yeah, life is not, I don't think life is meant to be fair. Life is going to throw things at you. And you got to kind of accept that it is what it is. And sometimes, like, that is really hard because I think you can be like, how is this fair? Like, I've worked so hard and, like, shit situations are still fucking happening. And it's so frustrating to get to that point. But I think one of the biggest things for me is, like, making peace with the reality of the situation. Um, I have been in a lot of situations where I physically can't be in places I want to be, whether it came to, I don't know, like, even people going away for, like, school trips where they got to go to Italy people were starting abroad people mm -hmm. were you know family members were dropping dead and I couldn't do the things that other people could do um and I think that can cause a little bit of like cynical and bitterness I definitely have been there um getting to accept the fact that you can't do those things earlier on I think does help the situation I know that it's really frustrating and it's easier said than done because I have literally done it um but also understanding that like your feelings as not being able to do something are super valid and being able to like sit with yourself and being like yes it is what it is but this also sucks and I can give it a moment to really fucking suck right now and give yourself like a day, a few days, but after that, like, say, okay, how, what is something that I can do to make, maybe not the situation better, but to rally from this, because sometimes you can't change situations, but you can certainly think about the future, right, like, right now, I think I'm in a place where, like, there's so many things I wish I could have done, but what can I do now moving forward, since, like, obviously, like, family members' death and certain difficult situations, there's still things that you can do that are going to just set you up for the future. There's, like, radical acceptance of, like, the turn... My dad used to say this a lot, and he used to drive me crazy, but it is what it is, because sometimes you have to accept that things just are the way that they are, and there are things that you can control, and then there's the things that you cannot control, and you can't control them no matter what. And... I think I've found a lot that even if I do think I'm controlling something, it's kind of a false sense of control. I'm not actually totally in control. I don't know. I just sometimes have a couple tendencies where I'm like, I want it done exactly this way because I don't want anything bad to happen. But And if it isn't done this way, then something bad's going to happen and I get anxiety over the thing. That's just really a false sense of control and a way of like avoiding the fear I have. Um, and it really doesn't work. Like you can hold on to things really tightly, but uh, we don't really, we can't control things. Like no matter what I do, some of my fears of like losing a loved one or running out of time in my life, like that is just something that it is what it is. There's nothing I can do, do to control that. And I'll put a book that I read. It's literally called Radical Acceptance that I really appreciated because it kind of framed some of these things that I do in my life in order to seek control and in order to like make life better fit in a box and better, I don't know, just made me feel like I'm in control when I'm really not. There's a lot of things I cannot control no matter what. Yeah. And I think also this comes in like relationships. Sometimes you just have to accept that like the situation is not going to get better. If you are um, in a bad relationship, say you're dating a liar, babes, he's a liar. 
<laughs> you gotta accept that and you have to either become one with the fact that he's gonna lie to you forever and you're just okay with that or also accept the fact that you're not okay with that and you don't want that for yourself and see the situation as it is I think sometimes we really get hooked on the potential of a situation rather than the actual situation so accepting the things for what they are I think is the first step to thinking is this something that I want to be part of and I think with just like dealing with things in general and accepting things as they are people cope really differently to different situations and I know like this week I love my roommates uh they knew I was not doing well and then they're like what do you want to do and I was like honestly I would really love to stress eat right now like I never like I'm not a big binger I don't eat a lot in period in general because I don't cook but <laughs> I was just like today I haven't been to the gym in a week I just want to eat I want to eat my feelings and honestly that's it I don't have any other thoughts I don't have emotions I'm numb but I have the biggest knot in my stomach and I could really use some pizza uh, some sushi some ceviche all of it at the same time and then they're like we can do that and not that I need male validation but I have been like talking to somebody and I was just like I feel like I should go to the gym to be productive and like kind of get my mood up but I like kind of told him like the same thing like all I want to do is this and he's like I think, like, you can just do that. Yeah. <laughs> Not that I need male validation or anything, but, like, it was nice for for me to hear people be like, you can just do that. Like, you don't have to feel ashamed that, like, your response isn't, like, perfect or a certain way to something that, like, you, could, you couldn't control what was going to happen, and you can't control exactly how you're feeling right now. Like, this is not the worst thing you could do. You know what I mean? Even when we were out, people were like, do you want to drink? Do you want to smoke? And I was like, no, I, I don't, I don't want to do those things. I, yeah. I want to clear, I want to raw dog this emotion. Okay. Oof. Like we are, we are not, <laughs> we are not numbing ourselves extra here. Like I already feel like I can't feel anything. So like, let me not become like a, the worst version of myself when I'm dealing with life. Um, so that's been a, a step of growth. <laughs> I, I love that. Um, we definitely can like control how we react to things. And I heard this thing in therapy. I talk, I've been, I've been going to intensive therapy y'all. So that's why I've been talking about therapy. <laughs> if you so hear much. It. <laughs> can you tell? Yeah, literally like, <laughs> never talked about therapy this much in my life but um that sometimes we equate easy with simple like the solution can be simple but that does not make it easy um the kind of example is that like running a marathon is simple it's like left foot right foot left foot right foot for 26 point whatever miles but that's not easy right so there is always a solution to your problem, but it's not always easy, okay? Uh, and I don't know. I always feel like weigh your options before you make a decision. Think about the potential solutions. And sometimes it is just sitting there and feeling your feels. And sometimes that is not fun. That is not something easy. And some people have a much harder time than that than others. I've been feeling a little crazy because I've been like giving myself time like scheduling time to feel like 
sadness and just being like, you know what, girl, if you need to cry for 15 minutes, that is a-okay. Um, and I kind of feel like um, the Grinch who stole Christmas when he's like talking about like wallowing in self-pity. I cannot boost that again. You know, did it with myself. Uh, but like, <laughs> I literally feel like it I'm is com- scheduled. Yeah. It- <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I don't want to sit in sadness for a really long time. So I set a 15 minute timer. Um, and guess what? I literally usually get over it before the timer is up. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm happy that I let myself feel sad for eight and a half minutes. And now I can like go about my day instead of being like, I refuse to feel sad. I refuse to feel bad about this thing. I refuse. I'm just and I kind of like. I usually go one or two ways, which is go so depth into the sadness where I'm like wallowing in my room, blinds closed, or the other one where I'm out and about and I don't I don't even have time to feel things because I'm so busy, busy, busy. So I'm trying to find a little bit of a medium in between where I allow myself to like feel negative emotions but not sit in it forever. And I've said this before, but one of the things I like to do when I'm, like, feeling really anxious, which is, like, an emotion that's, like, really overwhelming, um, I like to, like, either write it out or draw it out. And it doesn't have to make sense. Like, that's the thing. Like, anything that comes to your brain, just, like, get it out, get it out, get it out, get it out. Like, and with the more that you get it out, honestly, like, the sob just kind of comes on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, once you really trigger that, I also have, like, a playlist. And I would say... I call it my art playlist, but it's also, like, my safe space playlist that I like to – something about that playlist just, like, immediately, like, my guard is down. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, like, okay, we're, like, we're okay. We're putting ourselves in kind of, like, a mental place where we can let go of whatever we got bottled up. Um, so whatever that environment is to make you comfortable to just, like, let your guard down and let yourself, like, process emotions, do that. And you know, just get it out. I've been like healing my young 20 self by listening to like EDM sets like during the era, like literally like 2015 EDM sets. And Those just, are good. Yeah, no, good stuff. Like things when like literally like the next rave was the only thing keeping me going, you know? And I listened to that. I'm like, oh, my God. I remember when I listened to this Jaws set and I was really, really, or, you know, and I was really, really sad. And I, the music was making me cry. But it was happy tears that I got to be a part about this. And then now I'm just in a different place. So I listen to this music. and I'm like, oh, God, thank God we're doing a little bit better. And I just kind of wanted to say that, like, sometimes, like, without the lows, there would be no highs. You know, like we can't always like if we were always at a high, then we couldn't even experience it because we have nothing to compare it to. Right. So, you know, sometimes we have to move through the lows to experience the highs. So it's not always like obviously there's just bad things that happen, but you'll get through it just one foot in front of the other. But life is so precious, y'all. Like, yes. Yeah. Life be sucking sometimes, you know? I'm full Tumblr girl. I'm full I wanted to die when I was younger, like, that whole vibe. Um, but <laughs> but there's so many things about life that are so fucking beautiful. Yep. And, like, you really have to hold on to those. And even when you look back and you're like, it can really be anything. It can be you sitting in a room with your family, like, laughing, telling a story. Like, that is a moment that when shit gets rough, that's the moment you're going to look back in and be like, that was a beautiful moment. 
So really treasure all the positive things that you have in your life and cut out all the bullshit because one thing about this whole like overwhelming situation that I had just been part of that I didn't know how to fucking act or deal with was that my response was also anything that didn't pertain to the prioritization of the things I needed to do and feel became like I'm not dealing with this like and in a way we're like I don't know like there was a situation with one of my friends and I was just the quickest I have ever drawn a boundary because I was just like I have to deal with A, B, C, and D, whatever. And you as my friend right now, I don't need extra shit. <laughs> I need to give me extra shit. Here's my boundary. Here's what's going to happen. And I got to go. Like, on to the next. And I think that my response to that honestly inspired me and was like, I need to be doing this a little more often. Being mm-hmm. a little shorter with beating around the bush. Beating, can you please? It hurts my feelings when you do that. It, like, obviously, those are like good conversations to have. But also being like, a little more firm in my boundaries and what my expectations are from people and my friends. And the thing is, like, it's not a one-way street. I 100% like expect to get this back from my friends if I'm doing something stupid or I'm doing something shady. Like, I really want people to be able to come up to me and tell me straight up because I like honesty and I don't want to have a friendship, a fake friendship. All right. Mm-hmm. If you have some feelings that you're not sharing for me, like I know people have different communication styles or whatever, but for me, that's fake because you're coming up to me, telling me everything is cool. And we have, have an issue. Just fucking tell me the issue, you know, keep the positive people in your life. Like maybe sit down and really think about who those people are and everything else that's bullshit. Like tells that bitch to the side, like life is precious we really don't know how much time we have on this earth how much the the people that you love and treasure have in this earth so like make sure you're spending time with those people and not feeding into bullshit and you know what bullshit is like you can recognize i think we talked about like that life will will tell it you until like it's mm-hmm. screaming or whatever well yeah if you have an inkling of a feeling oof, this friend is bringing me down or oof that situation's not good. I should get out. Get out, okay? Like, <laughs> there's so many better things that are going on in your life that, like, you can make, you can manifest. There's, like, new people to meet, to embrace. You can meet, like, the most genuine person tomorrow and be like, wow, I didn't even know you existed, but let me put some energy and effort into this and let me just close the door on things that are draining me, my life, people are not respecting my boundaries, etc. I really like that. I think there is so much that we can be. I'm going to say something like super corny, but I've been obsessed with my gratitude every day. I'm listing out everything I'm gracious for. And I was looking back at it and I was like, you know, what's not on this list. Doom scrolling on social media. You know what I'm saying? You know, what's not on this list. A, B and C. Right. And then I was like, okay, well, you know, what is on this list. These people who I need to make an effort to reach out to like, I'm seeing a pattern that I like to be outside and look at the freaking butterflies and bird watch. We're going to be doing more of that. Um, I will say, like, life can get you down. There's so much shit going on all the time. But the world is not, like, uniquely against you. This is just, like, the human experience. It's against everybody. Yeah, that's, that's literally. <laughs> it's against everyone. This is, like, the human experience. And honestly, it kind of sucks that it is the way that it is. But, like, baby, get out of, like, this, like, it's just a really bad place to be to think that the world is uniquely against you. Like, the world has get no... Get over yeah, yourself. It just... <laughs> You'd just be better off connecting to people that the world equally is 
raining down on, you know? <laughs> a lot of people are going through the same shit you're going through. There is support groups for motherfucking everything. I know. People do really be hyperfixating on, like, everything bad happens to me. If you're doing that, you're literally manifesting more bad things. It is just, it's the, it also is just the thing that you think it's different that, like, I don't know. It's kind of a tough place to feel that all the bad things are happening because it's you. Like, it's just like that's a bad way to think and go about your life. And it also kind of puts other people's life on a pedestal and kind of others yourself from other human beings. Like, sure, this bad thing happened to you, but it's also happened to hundreds of thousands of millions of other people. And you could either connect with people on that or you can isolate yourself and say, it's only me. It's not only like, you, babe. Sorry. It really isn't. I'm sorry. You're not that special. <laughs> your, your, your experience just isn't that unique. Like, it yeah. really isn't. There's so many people in the world. Like, there's dupes. There's dupes everywhere. Okay? Oh, my um, God. <laughs> there's And this funny thing is, is, you know, I think that's something that people comment sometimes on TikToks. Like, I've never had one unique experience. And this girl was talking about her friend having, uh, like, she was also has like broke behavior like there's like only behavior that like like when you're super broke and the thing she's give as an example of her friend was that like her friend would never fill up her car full of gas just in case she totaled it like she wouldn't lose the money in the gas tank <laughs> i was literally shitting crying throwing up when my car was totaled because i had just filled up the gas tank and i remember fighting with insurance like are you guys gonna compensate me for the gas in the gas tank and the homegirl acted like i was fucking nuts and i was like oh my god like when that happened i was like i cannot believe my car was totaled on my birthday with a full tank of gas <laughs> <laughs> Oprah always says, how you spend your birthday dictates your year, so my life is going to be fucking shit this year. Like, oh my god, bitch, get over yourself. Like, you just got in a crash. It happens. Like, I know. here we go. That's so, oh my god, yeah. The negative Nellies really be, be out here in these streets, okay? I cannot fathom spending that much time thinking the world is against me. Like, there's so many other things to do. Literally, get a hobby. Like, you're going to be fine. Also, if you spend that much time literally hyperfixating on the fact that, like, bad things happen to you, like... Flip it like, and reverse it, dude, and do it the other way. <laughs> look inward. Sometimes it's like, bad things happen to me, and people suck. And it's like, well, is it a pattern? Are people telling you the same thing about yourself? Is there a reason you, you like, can't move out of this thing because you're repeating this is your same behavior? Let's look at how we react to people. Let's look at our relationships. I feel like sometimes when the universe really hits you with like thing after thing after thing, it's because it's telling you, you need to look at yourself and you need to look at your life and take a step there and see what I like about it, what I don't like about it and maybe go from there. But you're doing it wrong. Okay. Life's supposed to be like kind of fun. Like have a little fun with it, you know, throw some things around. And Always, we always, we love a good rebound, a bounce back, um, uh, just taking life, taking its struggles, and just doing your best and coming back. We love a redemption story, okay? Like, especially on this podcast. So, whatever 
you need to do to use what bad things happen to you and just life shit that happens to you as fuel for your next thing, okay? This bad thing happened. How can I use this to boom, bam, boom, be a better person, live a better life? What did I learn from, what lesson did I learn, okay? Because sometimes bad things happen and like Bernice said earlier, you realize, damn, some of this shit is bullshit. And how can we take that experience and you know, for a really long time, I said, like, the worst thing that had happened to me was I didn't get into, like, this one college. And at the time, it was, like, devastating. Now I look at it, that's the best thing that ever happened to me. I can't imagine my life if that didn't happen. And there's been things and pivotal moments in my life that were, at the time, they weren't fucking good. They weren't good. They were bad things. Everyone that I talked to about it said, that fucking sucks for you. That's fucking rough. But eh, with a little bit of space and time, I realized that was... It wasn't a good thing necessarily, but good things had to come from it. It's a butterfly effect. For every good thing that you have in your life now, something bad has had to happen to you in your past. So kind of try to zoom out when something bad happens and be like, okay, maybe in five or ten years, first of all, I might not even give a fuck about this. I think a lot of times when we're right in the thick of it, we're really going to think that this is like the be all end all. And then five years later, we fucking forget, you know, zoom out gain a little bit of perspective and feel that figure out how the fuck you're going to move forward. Trust your intuition. If you're into, if something happens and your intuition is I need to cut some people off. I need to do this for myself. This seems productive for me. Yo, send it. Like I remember how sitting in my little bed with strep and fucking shingles and feeling the most lonely I've ever felt ever. And I'm like, I'm literally almost in a relationship. Why do I feel lonely? Why is this person making me feel like the loneliest person ever? Um, yeah, bitch, I had to get out of there. That man was a liar. So, like, you know, like, life sometimes be telling you things that you you don't want to hear, but you kind of got to accept. If we always listen to life's whispers, then we wouldn't have these huge fucking megaphones yelling and screaming at us later on, like... Maybe this had to happen because the world is trying to tell you something. <laughs> so let's listen to the world. Mm-hmm. Let's appreciate the people in our lives. Let's tell them how much we are obsessed with them, how much we love them, how much we admire them, how much they inspire us when they are present with us. Okay. Um, I don't get to see a lot of my friends, but when I do get to see them, I love and I treasure that time. And I'm about to be the most, a poet. I'm becoming a poet. Like, I'm going to tell you exactly what I love about you, how many times I love about you. I'm about to love bomb all of my friends. Like, I don't know if that's toxic, but like. <laughs> we will. Yeah. Honestly, pick up the phone, give people a call. I, th- I think I've always, you never know how long you have, right? With someone or your freaking self dude and you just don't know when someone kind of like needs a little bit of love right like there's just people in our life that just need a little love and you might reach out to them and then they'll tell you you know what i really needed i i i'm so good to hear from you like i'm having a rough day and they might not even tell you that but you just might like you just never know when someone needs a little love so Never be afraid to reach out to your homies, your loved ones, and let them know that you're there for them. Even if somebody just, like, you fuck with somebody and you don't really know them. Today, something very interesting happened to me. Because, I like, I think I just went off hinge on social media and I was like, let me overshare it real quick. Um, and this guy messaged me randomly and goes, like, hey, listen, so, like, 
I don't think you remember me, but we matched on Tinder when you were in San Francisco, like, like two years ago. Was it like, no, something crazy. And then he was like, anyways, I've been following you and I feel like, I know we've never raved together, but I kind of feel like we've raved together because you're blah, 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 and you're so creative. And I just wanted to let you know, like, I think you're really cool. And I was just like, (laughs) and I was like, you chose the right date to send this message. I was like, thank you. I appreciate you. Yeah, you know, this person doesn't know me, but he was just, like, letting me know how he feels about my presence in this earth. And it was fucking amazing. And what I have also realized is that people, me included, people, we are awkward as fuck, okay? When Mm -hmm. tragedy strikes, we don't know how to act, including myself. What are you supposed to tell somebody that just lost a family member that's going to make it better? You can't really do anything that's going to make it better. Mm -hmm. But I have really appreciated people just being like, hey... I know you're going through a rough time. I just want to let you know I'm here for you. That is all that it takes. Hey, gotcha, let me know you want to talk. Like, you don't have to do a whole... I don't want you to relate to my drama. I, like, I don't want you to relate to what I'm feeling. Just heard. I hope you're doing okay. I love you. And I think like sometimes I have missed those. Where I like feel so uncomfortable with the situation that I was like, I don't even know what to say. I don't know how to act. It's not really about us. And mm-hmm. I think we need to get over ourselves when that happens, including myself. And say, I'm just here for you. And honestly, people are usually like, they got a lot going on. So you don't, they probably don't even like, they might not even respond. Don't take it personally. Uh, that's another life pillar. Don't take things too personally. So if you reach out to someone and they don't say anything, they could be going through sh- who the fuck knows. Um, but doesn't don't let it deter you from reaching out to them again or reaching out to somebody else. Exactly. That's all I got. That's it, babes. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for listening to this week's episode. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, right? <laughs> Uh, this is, oh god what a crazy is day is life lifing as much as it is for us because I feel like everybody's life be lifing right now okay Th- that's the thing so, that's the crazy thing about life is it's life and for everybody yeah so you know just uh, enjoy your summer love your family members tell them we say what's up tell them we love them tell them to listen to the podcast tell them to subscribe all the things <laughs> Um, all right, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. If you can please go follow us on social media. We're at thanks number four, your concern. I'm at Bernice ADSM. And I'm at Ella L. Tudor. Wait, before we leave, there is a GoFundMe that I want to, um, that I want to share. Um, this is one of, this is one personal, one of my friends, uh, sister-in-law passed away and she, um, Left behind, well, not behind, but still living, uh, her husband and her their three sons. So they just need a little help, and I will be linking it on my bio, the podcast, uh, Linktree bio, uh, so if you can find the link there, and if you're able to donate or just please share. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Bye.